Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing shiurim in the Sefer Lakutse Moran. We're in Torah Yud Dalid. We just shared a wild story of Rabbi Babar Khanna, who saw a one-day-old mountain goat that was as big as Har Tavor, a mount, mountain called Tavor. It was four miles tall, and its neck was three miles long, and its head was a mile and a half. And then he witnessed this goat taking its own feces, this is a crazy story, feces, and throwing it into the Jordan River, the Yarden. And the Jordan River then was clogged up and eventually became unclogged. What is going on with this story? What does it have to do with Torah Yudalit, our learning thus far? We're going to dive in now as Rabbi Nachman dissects this story for us to understand each and every piece and what the symbolism of each piece of this story can become and how it connects to our learning. Arzila Bar Yoima, what's the story with the one day old goat? Hainu Bechinas Kavod, this goat is connected to honor, Shehu Ba'akum, which is with the non Jewish world, Bezilusa, which is in exile currently, as we learned about before. How does this work? He breaks it down further. Vizeh, this works through the following. The word Urzila, this goat, can be broken down into the words Ur and Zila. Ur is or. Hainu Bechinas Kavod. Or is light, is illumination, which is honor. Someone who's honored, who's honorable, has a, a shining face. The more honor we bring to the world, as we learned before, the more illumination there is in the world. Kamosha Kasev, like the verse says, that the world, the earth, will be illuminated with his glory. Why does it bother to say it's one day old? Because the ultimate glory, the ultimate honor cannot be revealed until our Mashiach comes, the righteous Redeemer. And it says, In Masechah Sanhedrin, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi asks Mashiach, When are you going to come? When are you showing up? We're ready for you. And what is the answer? Hayom, today. One day, there's a newness, there's a freshness. Mashiach is coming today. That's a foundational piece of our Amunah also. Mashiach is coming today. The Pasuk says, The day that everyone will hear his voice. That every single day, the honor, this honor that can be revealed, is ready to leave its disgrace. It's waiting, it's ready. Meaning, Melech HaMashiach, the righteous Redeemer, is ready to come today. Is ready to be revealed today. But it's talu, it's dependent on us, going back to the beginning of our Torah here, on the Jewish people, bringing more people into the fold. To say, hey, friend, let me bring you a little bit closer. Let me teach you something that I learned. Meaning, we need to be learning. If you're listening to this podcast, you need to be learning. Myself is included in that commandment. We all need to be learning, and not only learning, but do the ultimate act of chesed, which is teaching someone else in order to bring them closer. When we bring people closer, more learning, more Torah, more acts of kindness, we allow for the honor to be revealed. And the more honor that's revealed, then eventually... Please, God, very, very soon, the ultimate glory and honor, will Melech HaMashiach, the righteous Redeemer, will show up. And ultimately, as a result of our chesed, our learning, then drawing people ever closer within the circles of holiness, the Mashiach will come and bring peace on earth, which is connecting back to the very beginning of our Torah. If you want to bring peace in the world, we want to bring peace, we need to learn Torah, and learn Torah to teach others, to bring others closer into the folds of holiness.
And the goat was as large as Mount Tavor, which we saw was four miles tall. What does that have to do with anything? Let's find out. That it's necessary, this elevation, this huge mountain, which is the mountain of honor and glory, this all depends on an individual destroying their ego, their false haughtiness. That according to a person's breaking of their ego, Cain hu covered. So too, to that same degree, is a person able to elevate their honor. False honor is not real, that's ego. But if a person can break their false honor, then that brings real honor. It allows for true kavod, true honor to be elevated. And as we learned before, that true honor is elevated through learning Torah. That people can only merit real Torah through Humility, the opposite of false ego. Like we learned before about Moshe Rabbeinu. Moses was the humblest of all men. Yes, he was the greatest leader of all time. And he was the humblest of all people. He knew his role best. Kamosha Amru Chazal, like our rabbis teach, Memidbar Matana, like we saw the Pasuk earlier. Vazen, this is Har Tavor. What does that mean? Har Lashon Gadlus. The mountain is greatness. It's large, it's huge, it's awesome. Kamosha Kasav, like the verse says, Ha'amadita lahari oiz. That you have made my mountain stand proud and strong. The Tavor, what does Tavor mean? Lashon Shvira. That's the language of breaking. It's an obligation to break the haughtiness, the negative haughtiness. When you break false ego, you're able to build kavod, real honor. True honor and ego cannot exist in the same plane. The more ego you break, the more false haughtiness you get rid of, the more space you allow for true honor and glory to really fill that space. What's the deal with telling us that this mountain was four miles tall? And not only the mountain, but the goat was four miles tall. What's going on? This corresponds to the four types of humility like we learned about above, that are necessary to minimize. When a person is overly saturated with ego, it's necessary on four different levels to compare oneself to different people and make oneself smaller than each one of them. Like we said, in the righteous, those that are bigger than us, people that are equal to us, people that are below us, spiritually speaking, and even to oneself, you need to look at oneself and say, I need to be lower. I need to be smaller. That a person should not even see himself to be sitting spiritually on the level that he's currently on. We should see ourselves. Where do we think we are? And recognize that we're probably not even there. So what's the story? Why is the Mount Tavor so big? These four spaces, these four categories of comparison correspond to the four miles, the four parsa of the mountain itself. Continuing, and its neck that was outstretched was three miles. What's the story? What's the deal with the Gemara needing to tell us 
that the neck of this huge goat was three miles long when it was outstretched. That that's when the natural order of a human being when starting to grow, there are three things that are necessary to, to think about. There are three particular pieces here. And a person needs to not only know what they are, but protect themselves from them, to put guards up. Here we're first going to recognize those three particulars corresponding to the three parsos of the length of the neck. The verse says, in The verse reads, To let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, nor the strong man his might, nor the rich man his wealth. The Rebbe is recognizing these three categories that are important to guard oneself when, when starting to grow. Chacham, Gibor, Ashir. Wisdom, strength, and wealth, monetary wealth. Vagadlus and greatness, Nikra Mashcha de Tzavara. Greatness is called an outstretched neck. Bechinus, which is the concept that we see in Tehillim, Tidabru Betzavar Asat. David Amelech is impressing not to speak with an outstretched, a haughty neck, an elevated neck. When a person decides, I want to grow, I want to help others grow, these three areas are so essential to not build false ego. Wisdom, that which we learn. Second is physical strength. Let's say a person wants to become healthy and they start working out a little bit. So then what do I do? I start to weight lift and I get big and strong and then I'll look at me. I have a big ego because I'm so strong. That ego needs to be broken in regards to physical might. And then lastly, monetary wealth. When we start to develop, maybe someone has a great business idea, a patent or some new land acquisitions, whatever it is, real estate, and we start to develop money, we have to be very careful of what that money does to us. Sometimes money can corrupt us. Sometimes money can allow us to provide more brachos to the community. If you become a big baltzedaka, that's tremendous. If you start supporting Torah institutions, that's incredible. If you become a balgaiva, saying, oh, I'm richer than other people, so therefore I'm better, that is a tragic place to be. We're going to pause here, but in the meantime, wishing everyone the strength to be able to recognize our levels in our personal wisdom, in our strength physically, in our wealth. And please God, Ezehu Ashir, who's the wealthiest individual? Hasamech Bechelko, a person who is happy with what they have. We should all be Zoha to recognize how many blessings God sends our way every single day. And until next time, wishing you a beautiful day.